next man's had a legendary career behind the microphone and he's getting plenty of SMSs recalling his great days with Greg Hollywood Hartley. Peter Peters, Zorb, good morning. Our talk topic today is um, famous sporting commentators or great sporting commentators and you're getting a bit of a run, my friend. Well, that's lovely and uh, it's ironic that I, uh, I was up uh, on Friday visiting Greg Hartley to have a look at the damage um, up there in... Uh, on the Hawkesbury where he lives, and um, my heavens, the damage to that part of um, the outskirts of Sydney is—it's um, almost like a, an Armageddon up there. It's—it's um, it's horrible, and um, people have just lost their homes, and it brings you back to worse. Uh, just the drive into Wiseman's Ferry was dangerous, with rocks over the road. And they're doing a terrific job trying to clean it up, but boy. Um, Thank yourself lucky if you haven't been affected because so many people have. But great commentary. We're lucky in Australia. We've had the best commentators of sport in the world. Bruce McAvaney stands out as one of them. And what about his Olympic call in 2000 of Cathy Freeman winning? And, of course, my old mate, dearly departed, the great uh, Norman May with uh, his gold, gold, gold for Australia. The four by one hundred metres medley uh, remake way Moscow? back in nineteen eight. Yeah, Moscow, I reckon it was. Yeah, so. yeah, it was. Um, it was the Australians uh, in the last lap. It was Neil Brooks of Australia, and um, I think it was uh, Kopolov of the Soviet Union racing to the line and goal, goal, goal for Australia. Mm. It's iconic. And uh, what a great man! What's your great moment, Zorb? What do you look back with Hartley? and think, gee, that was the moment I really nailed or that was the moment I enjoyed most. There must be one moment that just stands out in your epic careers. Yeah, grand final won by Canberra um, against uh, Balmain Tigers, 1989, wasn't mm, it? Yeah, yeah. Yep, and uh, it was it was a great game of football. And to, uh, to win it the way they did on the bell, Canberra uh, with Ricky Stewart on the side and other great players. It was a memorable grand final to call, one of the greatest games, and also the second test in, in um, at uh, in Manchester in 1990 when Australia got beaten in the first test at Wembley. We had to win the second to keep the series alive, and a great try mm. late in the game uh, for Australia, which went the length of the field, involving Ricky Stewart and uh, Mal Meninga. It was and Cliffy Lines. It was uh, a great moment and was wonderful to be there and and call it. And Hollywood went off his nut. <laughs> and quite rightly so. It was a great moment. Hey, so West Tigers, where are we at? Just before that, mm-hmm. I, I I just want to say um, I get amazed when I'm stopped uh, by people from uh, um, a, a long way away. And maybe we can do something in the next couple of weeks uh, uh, and, and and take a call from people who think they're the furthest away from. Um, where you boys broadcast each week, and uh, we've got a we've got a fan up in um, Cairns, and he never misses a game. His name is Ron Haynes. He's been in touch with me. He's a mad manly supporter, and he never misses the program. So, good morning to you up there in beautiful Cairns, Ronnie Haynes, and um, to all our listeners that um, that tune in um, outside of uh, of Sydney and go out of their way to uh, join us every Sunday morning. Yeah, On your run. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, and and if you are SMSing, not everyone does, but um, just put your suburb or where you're from, because we don't know sometimes where people are from, obviously. And um, that's great. We've got we have got listeners. I know in Tasmania and Adelaide and Perth as well. The world, right? 
The world, you reckon? The world. Do you reckon we're going global? Of course we're going global. Hey, Sorb. I don't know if I can keep my man's ego in check much longer. I'm out of control. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zorba. Okay, let's get into it. Yeah, we West Tigers. What's uh, happening, Zorb? What's happening? Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm very impressed with the Rabbits. They're off and running now, and um, that's four losses in a row to the Melbourne Storm. I don't think I've seen uh, their coach, Craig Bellamy, as, as down as he was in the press conference. Um, after the game, he um, he said he's not confident that he can turn the side around. They're at the crossroads. Um, and that's a, a big statement coming from him. Yeah. They were completely outclassed by uh, by uh, a good South Sydney side last night. Latrell Mitchell um, certainly made a difference just in confidence in that, uh, that Sydney side, South Sydney side. And uh, Alex Johnson keeps going from strength to strength um, on the left wing for South Sydney. 24-12 to 12 win. Uh, there are signals that the great... Melbourne Storm uh, era is uh, is coming to a to a halt. They are they're struggling now. They're out of the four. Um, I can't remember the last time they were out of the four, and um, and they're struggling. So it's going to be uh, an interesting run in for uh, for them from here on in. Of course, with Pappenhausen out, um, they're going to struggle. I I think you can wipe them out. They're not a premiership threat. If they're gone, Zorb, Penrith, are there any legitimate challenges? Well, when Billy Kickow and Coruscant go at the end of the season, it may have a marked effect. But right now, no club is showing signs of really threatening the dominance of the Panthers. One loss in 18 games, 10 points clear of their nearest rivals, scored the most points, conceded the least. They've overcome the origin drain like no other club has. Um, They've had an absent head coach. And they've overcome COVID as well. Last night was a rarity for their home fans. They were down 10 to 6 at half time against the Sharks. It took um, less than a half, a half a minute in the second half to hit the lead with a brilliant try and then grind out a 20 to 10 win over a really brave Shark side that have improved a lot under first season coach Craig Fitzgibbon. So, where are the dangers, if any, uh, to a back to back success? Southcliffe Mitchell, maybe. Cowboys Flair's good. Maybe the Broncos. But I can't see a real threat on the horizon. If they, Even if they don't stay healthy, they've got great backup. They play Para away, Parramatta away, Canberra away, and the Storm in the next three weeks to keep them busy. Um, Parramatta's are only lost this season, so that'll be interesting, and they need to... Uh, uh, to lift their game, but I, I really can't see a danger, but you never know in the in the games ahead, and Mitchell is certainly igniting South Sydney, and mm-hmm. and I thought they were um, terrific last night in that win over uh, over uh, Melbourne. They really dominated the game. I kept thinking, well, the Storm will come back, but they didn't. You know, mm-hmm. it was 10-6 at half time. That's as close as they got. Um uh, South Sydney just looks so good at the moment and look are playing with so much confidence. And you've got to give a rap to their, their head coach, Jason Demetrio. Yep. Um, first season as a head coach, and he's um, he's doing everything right there at South Sydney. They're looking um, they're looking fantastic. Now they are. They've won the last four, six of their last seven, you just said, Zorb, and they are building nicely. Storm in a spot of bother. But you'd think, Zorb, the top seven now are pretty much decided. Then we get to the Roosters, Manly, Canberra and St. George Illawarra. 
four into one. Oh, yeah, oh, you, you might be trying to, you know, you might be trying to feel a yeah, lot possibly. better than you felt mm. the other night when you watched them play. But they're not safe on 24. Mm. Um, I think the roosters, the roosters are coming home strongly. Those four clubs on, on 20, mm. um, which are the Roosters in eighth, Manly ninth, Raiders 10th, and Dragons 20th. It's interesting. <laughs> the Roosters play Manly at uh, Four Pine Stadium on Thursday night. So that'll sort one of them out. And the way the Roosters are going, I think it'll be them carrying on. Um, I think Manly are in real trouble. And I'll speak about that in, the, in a moment. I don't think Penrith, I don't think the Eels are home either. Um, I think the Raiders are coming home strongly. Mm. They'll move to 22 points along with either the Roosters and Manly next week because they play the Titans. And the Dragons, well, they've got a tough one. They play the Cowboys. So I, I don't think the Dragons will make it. I think the Roosters will, which leaves Manly and the Raiders and, and the Dragons out of it if the Eels can start to win a few games. But I... I want to I want to have a bit of a go mm -hmm. at two veteran coaches for what I reckon were stuff ups over this last round so far, mm -hmm. and the coaches are Des Hasler and Brad Arthur. But now Brad Arthur took his side to the Central Coast for the lead up to Thursday's home game against Brisbane, and his side were flat as last week's open lemonade on the end of a thirty six to fourteen hammering, and as a result, power are seventh and suddenly in the danger zone. Des Hasler opted for his side to stay in a motel close to Cogra on the night before stumbling to a 20-6 loss to St George Illawarra. And they now find themselves out of the top eight. Now, why Hasler opted for the hotel instead of a 40-minute bus trip from Brookvale is a mystery to me. So, too, are some of his selections. A big heavyweight prop in Toff Sipley at lock. The rookie Ben Travojevic ahead of Ethan Bullimore. It backfired. Um, well, a boom youngster, Josh Schuster, under Hasler, has lost all his confidence in his game. Manly play the Roosters and Parramatta in consecutive home games coming up. And two losses would see them right out of touch for the top eight and that would be a disaster on the back of what Manly did last year and, and what they were doing a few weeks back. Mm. Parramatta play Penrith. They're the only side this year that's beaten Penrith. I don't think it'll happen twice in the one season, but if they don't win that one, teams move up level with them, and then they play Manly the week after away. So a big couple of weeks coming up for those two clubs. But I, I just find it difficult to understand why you would take players that have been under COVID conditions for a couple of years anyway, why you take them out of their comfort zone and take them away? What did, what did Manly do all day on, on the lead-up to the game against St George? Maybe they're just uh, trying something different. Maybe just trying something different, the coach, rather than have, have the same routine, just trying something different to get so a won, different mindset. Obviously, it didn't work, but... you know. You, that's trying something different, Zorb, maybe. They won four out of five before mm. the loss to St George. So whatever they were doing was okay. Um, I, I just think they were blunders. And, and the way they played, they'd have to have a look at it, whether they'd do it again. Mm. Um, I thought poor decisions and both coaches under pressure now.
No, fair enough. Hey, so two games to complete round 19 uh, this afternoon. Bulldogs take on the Gold Coast. Bit of spice, this. Now, and that's uh, at the current odds. The Bulldogs are $1.58 head-to-head. Gold Coast, two forty. Then North Queensland, $1.05 to beat the Tigers. $10 head-to-head, Zorb. Well, I can't wait for the Bulldogs-Titans game. Mm. We've got um, Tavita versus Tino today. Yep. Um, you've got Tavita. Game on, Zorb. Game on, this. Pango Jr. versus... Uh, Tino Fasa Amalu, and um, expect fireworks. Um, you know, um, nothing more for Tavita. He loves collision, and he'll be riding shotgun today for Matty Burton following what happened in uh, Origin 3 um, with Tino, um, uh, and that will be very interesting. Um, will the Titan skipper dare target the dog's gun, Matt Burton, today when, uh, when Burton puts up his high kicks? It is going to be so interesting and uh, can't wait for that game. But I still think the Bulldogs have really improved. And uh, congratulations to them, the way they're playing. Um, and, and I think that um, Mick Potter's done a terrific job um, coming in as a uh, stand-in coach. And uh, Bulldogs today, 13-plus to beat the Titans. And the Cowboys, 13-plus to beat the Tigers, who are just going from bad to worse, but I want to give them a wrap off the field. Some terrific success for them. The West Tigers passed 20,000 members this week. A tremendous effort considering where they are on the table and where they've been for the last five or six seasons. Um, Tim Sheen's back home. Benji Marshall coming into the coaching, giving up all his media work to do it so we know how serious he is. Uh, it's gone down well with the fans. Yeah, I right. think that's a terrific effort and full marks to them uh, off the field, even though um, they're dreadful on it. <laughs> and full marks to you as always, Zorb. Um, enjoy your Sunday and we'll talk next week. See you, Zorb. Gold, gold, gold for Australia. See you, boys. <laughs>